Hi, and welcome back for another mini podcast on Get Your Shit Together. This will be a follow up to my first episode where we took a deep plunge into why self awareness is key to understand how we interpret the events that happen in our life and how we act accordingly. In this episode, I will continue to talk about social cognitive theory and one of its key psychological cornerstones. My goal is to make you aware of the environment that you have set up around you. I will lay out clear guidelines on how you can consciously adjust your life to put you in a better position to be happy and grow as an individual, but ultimately it is up to you to make that change. Alright, let's get analytical. Ever heard about the saying, shit in, shit out? It's a phrase commonly used referring to data systems and computer programs. What it basically means is, if the input data is shit, it doesn't matter how great your software is, the output data will be shit as well. Just like any data system, your brain is also negatively affected by shitty input. A lot of proponents for positive psychology like to state that the mind works like software. Now while this may be an oversimplification, there are many similarities between the brain and a computer program. Using this analogy, let's say that your brain subconscious runs on many different machine learning algorithms. This is a slight digression, but bear with me. For those of you who don't know how a machine learning algorithm works, it's really not that complicated. Algorithms are logical, methodical, step-by-step procedures that guarantees a certain result or solution. It's like a kitchen recipe that guarantees a certain quality of a specific dish. In order to make our algorithms better and thus give us a better result, we use training data to iterate and fine-tune our procedure. You can almost always make the recipe a little bit better and the quality of your training data determines the quality of your algorithm. A common machine learning algorithm is called a classifier, which simply categorizes data into different classes. Classifiers are used in many different places, like for example, your spam filter on your email account, which filters out the junk mail from your inbox as well as it can. Now, back to our analogy. Let's say your subconscious brain has a classifier which processes the data your brain receives from your senses and categorizes the events you experience into a good or normal category and a not good or not normal category. This judging classifier helps you categorize the people that you meet and the events that you experience. But your classifier won't know jack shit if your data quality is bad. And good data quality doesn't mean only good experiences. It means having a wide range of experiences, meeting a lot of different people and seeing a variety of different places, both good and bad. Having many different experiences will help you fine-tune your classifier that judges your environment. If you don't increase the quality of the data you process, your judging classifier will for example never be a good judge of character. The behavior of your closest friends might not be normal or even healthy for that matter. They could have bad habits and toxic mindsets, but you wouldn't have any idea because you've always been stuck in the same environment and your brain will think that their behavior is completely normal. And so while we can work on developing our mind and personality and try to increase our ability to tackle the things in life that cause psychological stress and hardship, it is almost impossible to be totally immune to the events that occur in our lives, and especially the environment around us. Why? Because it is in our social, mammal nature. In the late 1980s, 
a group of Italian neuroscientists place electrodes in macaque monkeys' frontal cortexes to study the brain cells that control motor skills such as hand movements. The surprising discovery that they made by accident was that when the monkey saw a person pick up a piece of food, the monkey's neurons responded like they were picking up the food themselves. This introduced the principle of a special type of neuron called mirror neurons as a brain cell capable of being triggered by imitation. We still know fairly little about these fascinating brain cells, but the majority of research strongly indicates that mirror neurons is a mechanism in the brain for both learning and empathizing in social situations. Mirror neurons create a neural map of what we observe that allows us to see the intention beneath the behavior, and that's how we create the capacity as humans to imitate behavior. It is also how we can connect so deeply with other people, just by watching them. Mirror neurons show that there is a strong connection between observation, imitation, and learning, and it is how the brain can learn behaviors subconsciously. Humans are by nature a social animal, and mirror neurons is a fundamental part of how we socialize. Mirroring and imitating are not only the ways we learn behavior, it is how we learn to fit in. Observational social learning starts when we're only six months old, and it has a huge impact on us as we grow up. It is why children imitate the behavior of their parents or why you imitate the behavior of your closest friends and role models. Positive, supportive, and loving models prompt similar behavior in others, while negative, aggressive modeling can spark antisocial effects. Which brings me back to my earlier point. Shit in, shit out. If your environment mostly contains shitty things, it will form you. If you hang out with shitty friends, if you watch shitty TV, if you work at a shitty job, if you live in a shitty place. You will pick up shitty tendencies subconsciously. You will become your environment and it will break all that is good within you. Mirror neurons is a powerful lesson on who you spend your time with and how you choose to act. In my first podcast, I talked about attaining control over the feedback loop that is your life and not let it control you. By developing self-awareness, we can better understand how we are affected by the events in our lives and why we react in the ways we do. And now, with the knowledge of how mirror neurons work, we can actively take the necessary measures to start taking control over the input that goes into our loop. Our personality comes from both environmental and biological factors. What one must realize is that you have the power to take control over those environmental factors. What I'm talking about is adjusting your environment so you can reinforce the behaviors that you value possibly alter your current personality traits you wish to improve upon and ultimately develop yourself into the person you want to be. You do this by consciously setting up your environment for success and growth. Now, what are we looking for when we're setting up our environment? First of all, when I say environment, I'm first and foremost talking about the external social environment that has a direct influence on you. This includes Socializing with friends, family, people from school, teachers, coaches, co-workers, bosses, or consuming content from social media, books, TV, movies, podcasts, advertising. Everyone and everything you interact with is part of your environment. Secondly, to be able to find what type of setup you specifically should be looking for, you need to work on being able to differentiate between the things you should allow to be part of your life 
and the things you should just completely shut out. This implies that you work on increasing the quality of your data, traveling and exploring, trying new experiences and meeting new people, but also watching, reading and listening to a variety of different things while pushing empathy. Ask yourself, why are people interacting with this content and is this something for me? This will improve that judging classifier of yours and help you figure out what type of environment that resonates with you. At the end of the day, it is up to you to pick out the values that you wish to aim for. There are however two factors that have a major impact on your happiness. Surrounding yourself with positivity and cutting out negativity. Start to really pay attention to your environment. How does it actually make you feel? I want you to pick up your phone and take a hard look at your Instagram feed. Do you get motivated and inspired by the people you follow? Or do you feel envious and unsuccessful? Not only do these emotions make you feel bad, exposure to negative thinking or things that prompt negative thinking drain your mental energy by increasing your cortisol levels. Over time, this leads to chronic stress and a myriad of other health deficiencies. Jealousy, bigotry, and maybe most of all, victim mentality are just toxic mindsets you need to cut out. That is why if you do have toxic people in your life and you know it, you have to start spending less time with them. I know it can be hard to cut out friends or maybe even family members, but it is important for your own health and happiness that you reduce your exposure to their negativity. Moderating the input from your social media is probably the easiest way to start. And if it doesn't give you any sort of value, just click that unfollow button. On the flip side, the sheer impact of setting up your environment around positivity can be life-changing. I've personally had the experience of witnessing how a supporting and loving environment can transform an individual to a completely new person. If you notice that some of your friends have more of the traits that you want, start hanging out more with them. Interact with people and social media accounts that are happy, positive, open-minded, driven, and ambitious. People like Gary Vee, Joe Rogan, or Sam Harris. Just some general examples, but this is the type of content you should be following on social media. If you surround yourself with positive, happy, and successful people, their habits, routines, and behavior will rub off on you. And that's how you set up an environment for success and self-growth. By and large, you are the average of all the people that surround you, and it is all because of the mechanism of our mirror neurons. So please make sure that the things that are part of your everyday life have a tremendous value for you. That's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I hope you like this podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, get your shit together.